can you see me over here? Looking good. I'm over on the end tonight. Looking good. Thank you very much. Uh, good looking group, by the way. Good looking, good looking, good looking group. <laughs> Handsome fellas. Seasoned. We'll pay you later. Seasoned. Yeah, yeah. seasoned. This is, yes, a seasoned This is a seasoned. Uh, anyone who knows the show knows when you hear seasoned the word guest. seasoned guest. Uh, but by the way, welcome back, everybody, off the Lip Radio Show, number 819. 15, wow. I don't know. Oh, Wow. 800, yeah. We broke 800 a while ago. Yeah, 10 years of shows, so welcome back, everyone. Tonight, we got a pretty damn exciting show. Uh, Mr. Don Bostick, right here. The man, the myth, the legend. You know, that's, that's my surf name here in town, so these guys don't even know. They don't know that? Know that? Two dog? That's two dog Don right here. <laughs> that's, how, that's how he's known. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw him saying two dog I had my two Yorkies when I would oh, surf I all the time. Yeah. So, uh, you walked the dog before you went surfing. Yeah, always. Yeah. We got two dog Don here tonight. <laughs> Dave Duncan's here. Double D. First time on the show. Double D in the house. Stoked you back in Santa Cruz. Knows everything about skateboarding, folks. So we'll uh, the voice we'll, of skateboarding. We'll pick his brain. The voice, exactly. I actually worked a surf tour, but I was surf tour in '91 or two at Seymour Lane here. Oh, and, and quite a few yeah. skips. No, oh, yeah. who oh, won yeah. that? Was that like a? Uh, these guys, none of us remember shit. I know. We'll, <laughs> test, we'll test him again later. And over on the end, oh. the end man the himself. Coach, coached his way to the show tonight. So, well, Steve O's here. Steve Bromley. He's the Barry S. A local, and they got the full pipe dream end man beer right here. But look at this. They got the end men beers. Is that on the? Is that on there right now? You see that? Right there. Who did this art? Paul Imagine from Sacramento. Is he an end man? He is our end man artist. All right, official. In residence. Well, and while we're speaking of that, you guys have a documentary that's going viral. I hear. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing the 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 Sundance Film Festival circuit right now. We're doing right now. In Men, the Untold Story. I saw it in L.A. Yeah, you saw it in L.A. Where it won uh, well, first, first place for uh, documentary film and also first place uh, uh, director. And then uh, it's, it's, on the, it's on the tour right now. We did a uh, big premiere in Sacramento. We sold out the Crest Theater, 900-seat theater, two nights in a row. Never been done before. Wow. Were you signing autographs? I signed so many autographs, I got carpal tunnel. <laughs> Any boobs? I know Christy's here. You signed Christy's boob? I, I, didn't, I didn't sign any boobs. No, I didn't. But a few dicks. Okay. Well, hey. You have to shorten the Steve-O. You can't put your whole name yeah, on there. I, 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 I didn't do that. Just though. his initials. <laughs> Steve. No, I just used S-O. S-T-E-V. No room yeah, for the E. No. <laughs> All right, so when uh, when is so people who are watching when can they see this? So the movie is is on a festival tour right now and it'll be going to a streaming platform. I don't know which one, but it will be going soon to a streaming platform. It's called In Men, the Untold Story. And this is the story that is the black side of Dogtown and the Z Boys. So whatever was happening down there, we were doing up here in NorCal. Nobody was documenting anything we did. There was no photographers. There was no media. There was no move, no uh, magazines or anything like that happening in NorCal. 
until Thrasher happened. There was a little bit skateboard back when they did Extra Series. Uh, yeah, yeah, but not much. Like Blackguard and India. Yeah. Some, some stuff, much. but no, yeah. I'm saying there wasn't any. Though. Yeah, yeah there was. But not, not overlooked. The streets of Sacramento were overlooked. Yeah, and so this is our story, which is basically every skate story in every town in every big city throughout the country and throughout the world. We just happen to be together still after 50 years, and we're still all skating together. So that's the difference. The big difference is whatever they did, those guys aren't skating together, and I know because Alba... I've sat and talked with Alba. Those guys aren't skating together on a daily basis. We skate together on a weekly basis, and there's still a bunch of guys over 60 years old. I, I, I feel like you guys take field trips together. Like you guys like have the bus, and like, okay, let's go. You know, it's it's kind of one of those things, like, like who's got the most beer, and then let's go. <laughs> still, <laughs> still that way. You get in the boat ride, go to Barry S and ride the full pipe. And yeah. uh, were you, you're a Sacramento lifer? I was born in Vacaville, which is down the road from Sacramento, and I and I uh, moved to Sacramento in about '84. I had known Don Bostic since I'm about 15 years old, yeah. and we went to his shop in Sacramento. Go um, skate. Yeah. Skateboards, et skateboards, et Oh, what year did you open that up? Uh, '76. <laughs> yeah. Skateboard in '76. Yeah. You had a skateboard shop. Yeah. Yeah. I had the team, and uh, most of my team ran for, ran, uh, skated for Santa Cruz as well. So, hmm. yeah, you see in the movie of the big part of what I had. I had a Dodge van back then, a '75 Dodge van, because of my music and carrying drums. And so I carried usually a dozen kids around NorCal, going all over to all the all the contests before parks, and then parks. And uh, Steve was in that group. Hmm. And even back then, we met, I think, as the Sun Bowl in Vacaville. And at that time, he told me about the glory hole. They, they, oh. they, the Santa Cruz team came to Vacaville. I was skating for this uh, shop called Sports Cove, my first sponsor. Dude, and Sports and Cove, is it still there? No. It, but it was there for a long time. <laughs> a long time. A long like, time. Yeah. Forever. And the Santa Cruz team came, and we, uh, we were part of the, the Go Skate not the Ghost Cave, the Sports Cove team, which was like three people. And the Santa Cruz team came and we were still like, oh, Santa Cruz team's coming skate. Skated with those guys, we're super stoked. And I'm like, hey, we have this rad little concrete bowl that we called Twin Sisters Bowl. And we took those guys there and we were like, rad. And Boss was like, you're kind of aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> you were? Yeah, I remember because I, I was hungry. I was hungry. I was like, I wanted to show people what was up. Was know? he any good? Super good, and his and his brother was super great too as well. Yeah, he was better yeah. than I am. Huh? For sure. Yeah. Phenomenal. Back then. Wow. Okay. Well, that's I didn't know about your skate shop. Uh, so you born in Sacramento? Was I? No, yeah. I was born in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii. Mm. Okay. We're thinking about our Hawaii. Yeah. People, so uh, yeah, rocking the black flies away out for our Maui people out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you, my, my skate roots go back to San Francisco, which is funny is that my dad was in the Navy and I lived on the naval shipyard, which Thrasher ended up oh, wow. developing Point. their trucks yeah. and all that. I skated all over Hunter's Point on clay wheels. I chipped my tooth when I was 12 
It's still there. And it's still chipped. <laughs> yeah, the Hunters Point, which years later became the home of Thrasher and Emerco Industries, wow. you know, did independent and all that. So it's kind of cool. Home of the best trucks ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it a, a kind of abandoned during that time still, or was it? Oh no, no, it was totally active. It was yeah. still active then. Yeah, I've, I've got some old photos of me, you know, skating back there on the shipyard. Well, you live yeah. this long, so it's got to be the most toxic place I've ever Jeez, you survived. Nice to yeah. But I moved from there to Vallejo and finished high school up there. And then moved to Sacramento for a band, and uh, I wanted to get off the road from playing music, so I opened up a skate shop, and that's how uh, we had Stoker Hill downtown in Old Sac. That was the hub of skateboarding in the 70s in that's Sacramento. Where that's where everybody, the Edmund movie will tell you the whole story about Stoker Hill, and, and I started carting kids around as a result, and then ended up having a team. And, yeah. Wow. Bostick was our dad. He was he was our big brother. To, to he, so he had a license. He was the he was the guy <laughs> that we knew was always down and was going to the all the cool stuff. Man, where we wanted to go. Wow. Yeah. So uh, how many end men are there? Oh God. That that's <laughs> a really uh, loaded question because I would say right now we're, our effect is thousands. The actual core group is maybe maybe 20 people deep, and the ones that are that started that are sure. the, the first like five or six people. Those some of those people are dead, mm -hmm. and this is part of the, the movie and and part of the life and times. It's not just a skateboarding movie; it's also about family and friends and the things that happen in our lives. Oh, I get it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, jumping ahead a little bit, Double D's here. Howdy, howdy. The voice of skateboarding, I like that. And uh, I'm, I'm actually really excited you're here because I uh, was at the San Francisco X Games and watched <laughs> T-Hawk do the 900 live. You, I know you were there because I was watching you and I have told so many people this. And mark my words when I say it. Tony Hawk would have never done that 900 if it wasn't for you. <laughs> you talked his ass into climbing back on that goddamn skateboard. He slammed so many, many times. How many yeah. attempts were there? I, I don't know. I think like, 14 seven, or something. Yeah, it was an ungodly amount. But what had happened was he did a Vero 720 uh, for the best trick contest, and Colin McCain, some of the guys are doing tricks that they actually won because of an online vote of like um, the, the crowd out in the world was voting. Whoever and Tony had 15 minutes left or something, I think, and he's like, "What do I do? I don't know what to do." And I'm like, "Just spin some nines, because at the demos, they used to like see people do 540s, do them at twist, 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 mm -hmm. and we shout." So I'm like, "Do nine, nine, nine." So I kind of did that same chant that we did 10 or 20 years earlier with the twist, uh, 10, 15 years earlier. Anyway, so it's uh, like just spin them, but you know, people just to see, wow, well, you getting close to a nine. Uh, it's just it's a rad thing, and then even a knee slide out. Oh, did, did so, you think it was possible? <clears throat> nobody thought it was possible. They haven't been done yet. I saw Danny Wade try it eight years prior to that in Germany. It's in one of the uh, videos. I forgot which video it was. Uh, maybe one of the wheels, whatever it was. Uh, whatever. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, there's footage of Danny Wade coming really close mm, yeah. in, in, in uh, early 1991 or something. I'll give you a backstory to it, too, is that uh, a month before that, we were in New Jersey for the Triple Crown, Vans uh, uh, Triple Crown, and I happened to be announcing at the time 
And again, Tony had already done his, his Varial 720, and it was like, hey, let's try that 900 thing. And it was like, for entertainment, you yeah. didn't really mm -hmm. expect him to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly you know, what right. And I always asked Tony about it, that Duncan should get more credit for actually set, setting the seed in his mind that night. Because I was, I was on the ramp there, you know. I watched you guys. Thing. You were on, yeah. both of you guys were on the deck. You know what, it was a, a whole yeah. industry was there, the crowds were yeah. the there. And what happened was, <clears throat> the time was up. ASPN normally cuts the show and let's go watch basketball or something. Mm -hmm. they're like, no, they're like, keep it rolling. This isn't like, like, and that's thanks ESPN for keeping it going and yeah. you know, capturing that moment. They realized what they had. And like Tony just looked in his eye like, I want to make this. And the fact that they just kept pushing him, that's what he needed. If it was a backyard session somewhere, he probably wouldn't have done it. He yeah. needed no, you he all that him. excitement. No, but all yeah. that, you know, I'm oh, the yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and when, that, that's my job. You know? Well, it was incredible, too, because at that second when he made it, yeah. every arm in that crowd oh, yeah. went yeah, straight yeah. in the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, you could have powered New York for Tony a day. Tony was there, Caballero was, was there, Frasher guys were yeah. there, you know, all the guys mobbed him, whatever. It was a big deal. Uh, it, was, it was exciting. It's like the whole industry made it. Like yeah. We had all risen up together and done something cool. But that X Games was exciting. It, it seemed was. Like. There was, was a lot of energy for that X Games. It was. The X Games, right. in the first few years, was kind of a little rough around the edges. You know, we had to smooth things up. By then, it was mm -hmm. really polished and coming together. That's right when Travis Pastrana was he flying. He flipped into the water. Motocry. Yeah. Really, the yeah. X Games was coming to be. I was working for They got rid of the sky surf and some of the weird stuff. Yeah, the, that, I was, I was there every day for the whole thing because I worked for DC. And so I had to hang out. But no, yeah, right, yeah. Travis's deal was incredible. Pastrana, yeah. I mean, he jumped yeah, into the bay. Yeah. They supposed to got fined ten grand or something because they wanted oil in the bay or something. I know what expected. He didn't that. care. Yeah, no, but, but, but he was a wow factor. Was he like nineteen or something? Maybe four, fifteen? I'm yeah, he was young. Yeah, young teenager. He was a teenager. Mm -hmm. Trying to make a name for himself against yeah, Brian Ding and all the metal militia guys. Exactly. Yeah, because they were doing cool double stories, yeah. double backflips and yeah. I don't know. Eventually, I got a quick backstory to the night. That night. Uh, Tuss Pappas. Oh, yeah. Tuss was at Vista at the YMCA working on the nine nonstop for weeks ahead of the X Games. At the X Games, best trick, only five skaters got invited. Normally, it's an open event to anybody. Mm -hmm. Tuss was not invited. ESPN had their own list of like, we had, a, we had the whole list, and it was basically it was guys show that made won for TV and done stuff yeah. before. I'll tell you this, I'm on the top of the vert ramp when Tony landed that, we're all going crazy. Tuss Pappas looked at me and it's it was so like, yeah. that should have been yeah. me. Uh, and, and it could have been. And, and so it could have been, but Tuss, check out Tuss and his brother, they have a documentary out. All this he totally man. calls so, out, all this man. Don Bostic at the X Games denied me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I watched the show, I'm going, whoa. He's, you know, he, told us, he denied me. It should have been me. You know, and I actually called to us. I said, dude, you know, it, was it is what control. it is. But, yeah, you know, it, regard, I just watched recently on, on YouTube, and everybody should watch that night again. If you haven't watched it in a while, watch it again. There's another documentary out that Tony has out explaining this, it, about it. It took Toss a few years to make it. He made it on a mini mega rep. He never made it on a regular rep. Yeah, right. So, right. so mm -hmm. Toss, if you're that close, make it like a week or a month mm -hmm. later. He never did. Yeah. So you know, I also I saw nothing uh, against Tony's, Toss and all that. But no, no, it, but it, 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 Tony deserves the glory. Tony's social oh, media totally. just recently he posted that that board got stolen that night. I heard about that. Yeah, and he got it back. The neighbor, yeah, the neighbor, the neighbor was like, "Hey, I know where your board is," and the neighbor stole it back. 
Wow. Yeah, awesome. which is that's a cool someone story. Someone that was working the contest. Yeah, yeah someone that was working security or something yeah, took yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Which really? is just, wow. To me, that's such a great story. And yeah. Tony says that this is like my prized board. Yeah. Yeah. Did he keep it or he donated it to someone? Uh, I don't something? know. Yeah, yeah, I saw post. Go check out Tony's post. you find that story. Do you think that's the biggest moment, skateboarding? One of them. Definitely one of them. To me, the biggest moment was the... Bear, ball, I mean the bear, um, the bearings and the road rider fours. I just watched yeah. it. I just went this NHS uh, museum history thing and these uh, tour when when ball. But we had the loose ball bearings, exactly. you know. And then when they invented the guy had a Xerox machine where they had sealed bearings. Mm -hmm. And this guy's like, these bearings will work perfect in these wheels. And that to me, because they were so much quieter and just so much easier, and just like that allowed the ditches and the pools, just like the dock. Do you know that happened in the building? To, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, because it was upstairs. Yeah. So, so yeah. Thank you for that. To me, it was a magical moment in my life. We used to skate clay wheels at school, mm -hmm. you know, and whatever. It's not the same as your thing. So. Well, my first, that, that my was first precision bearing was a Road Rider 2. Exactly. Yeah. And it, I was the catch me out. Yeah, that yeah. Was that, was the, that came out, yeah. I believe, I thought the 2 was first. But I, yeah. it, it, it might have been. been. I think, I think, I think two, 2 came out first. Two, yeah, two, yeah, 2, 4, and 6. I had Cadillac DK 51, so that was my first precision bearing wheel. But I think that's like a Cadillac, we're all the same That was a monumentum change. Ones, this was like, yeah, I had loose bearings, wheels, and then I got Cadillac wheels with precision bearings, and I was like, but didn't that change? Wow. I got so smooth and quiet, and like, wow. just like a magic yeah. carpet ride. Yeah. So well, I mean, that was a big point. I remember one time sitting on my board and I saw some catch at my eye. I looked and it was my bearings rolling down oh, yeah. the hill. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I got a story about that. The first time we ever skated the glory hole was in 1976, and precision bearings still were just starting to hit, yeah. the, hit yeah. the market. And we had climbed down there and we were coming around and we, <laughs> and we looked up and we saw the glory hole and we were on these boards like this wide. And we looked at him, we're like, there's no way. You can't ride this thing. It's too big. And so we went in there and started skating, but some of us had precision bearing wheels and some of us had loose bearing wheels. That's where we're, we're that was the timeline, was like that close. And I remember us chasing ball bearings down the glory hole <laughs> to put them back in the wheels. <laughs> and we skate so far. Wow. Well, because the, uh, they weren't aircraft nuts. You could like, you know, yeah, the, they, they were, the, the, they were right? like yeah, loose nuts. Loose, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so everything so loose and so easy. You yeah. had a cone, a back cone. But, yeah. Nut, and then a, and then another. And then you nut. put the bearings in, and mm -hmm. then push the wheel on, and then you would flip, the, turn your board over, drop your bearings in again, then the top nut, cone nut, mm -hmm. get that just the, the right tightness, and then it had a D ring that would go down on top of it because the axles at the end of the axles had a slice. Yeah. And so that thing wouldn't spin. The D ring would go down, then you would turn your outer nut. And if you didn't do that just right, it would get too tight or it'd be too loose. Mm -hmm. Right. And it had to get it just right. <laughs> so anyways, precision bearings, yeah. Yeah. Big move. Yeah, uh, Oh my god. So if, but th looking back to that nine hundred, is there something else that pops up that you think I was just gonna say the key thing to that night was pointed out in the documentary that he just brought out again is that it was a Friday night. People in bars everywhere are watching the X Games. Yeah. It was supposed to go right into football, and instead they kept it on Tony and the best trick into the football. So all these people normally watching football are watching Tony. So that made a big you impact. You already had a little bit of name. That really pushed his name. It really made a big impact on the viewing audience, how many people Well, that watched. helped all of skateboarding. Yeah. Absolutely. He did the video game right after that. Yeah. He gave the team at Skater Lil's game to learn every trick in the world. 
Uh-huh. Say, do you know Tony Hawks? They think his name is because it's a Tony Hawks pro skater. They think oh, his right. name is really Tony Hawks. When you, you travel, people Hawks? say that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyways, yeah, it's, and, yeah, that's another big thing that helped push. And you know, all the skate parks and stuff. That changing the laws, I think, helped a lot because all the seventies parks got closed when they changed the laws and made. Mm-hmm. Now you have probably three or four thousand skate parks in America, and that's a huge. There's thing 20, that's changed thousand in skate parks worldwide right now. Yeah. Well, concrete decided just posted that. Right. I'm gonna say. That, I say it every day. It changed last year. Without tennis years. courts, you can't play tennis. Correct. You know, and so having these skate parks are like tennis courts yeah. for, for skateboarding. For teenagers. Yeah. You know, yeah. so there's always gonna be some place. That's, that's another big monumental change, in my opinion, of, of what's going on in the skateboard world. It's just how parks coming back. Kids ride. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I. The parks disappeared and so did skateboarding yeah, pretty much, yeah. you know, at that time. We uh, went to backyard pools, ditches, building backyard yeah, ramps. That's mm-hmm. all come on even here with you guys to build a lot of ramps and they right. hey Dave, come on a tour and help us build these ramps. So Yeah. You're a carpenter. Go over here. Yeah, I'm a carpenter my whole life. Yeah, I do custom homes and all that. We do ramps for fun. Oh, it's not a necessary. Yeah. 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 We used to yeah. travel the, the circuit and build all the skate courses and all the ramps. Oh. So then they're, I'm there like, hey, will you help us judge or announce? I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm the older guy there. And then they couldn't shut you up after that. I'll tell you a quick quick story about Duncan. <laughs> Years ago, and Santa Cruz was part of the sponsorship. This we're in Barcelona. I was going to say Spain. He's we're in Barcelona, Spain, Spain the year before the Olympics were in Barcelona. I just got back from Spain. We're in one of the big arenas for with the gymnastics Olympics, the Olympics year before. Huh? Duncan goes there by himself. He has to build a vert ramp. Endless recourse, and he asked for English-speaking staff, local guys. He ended up with for me, yeah. he ended up with one guy. We show up two weeks after he'd been there, just the two guys. I worked in a lumberyard, and he built. He learned a lot of Spanish that year. I learned, <laughs> I learned in school too, so it all came back. You know, my, my built a complete vert ramp and a complete street course with him and one other guy in Barcelona. Wow. Oh, the thing was, I would I'd say, hey, I need like five pieces of plywood, and they'd go, manana. I'm like, no, no manana, I need it now. And they're like, no, siesta, we're on a siesta break. And everything was like, they're so slow, and take, I'm like, no, I'm California, I gotta go. You know, Crazy like, stuff. Like the track framers out here, we fly, we go, you know, whatever. Uh, who, between you guys, have, has been in the most contests? Oh, Duncan. For sure. Been in the most yeah. No, been gone at. Oh, yeah. gone the most? Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've been to Europe like a hundred times. I've yeah. been back to Europe three, I'm going next week, uh, three times this year for 30 years. That's 90 right there. Right? Yeah. And, and a lot of in between for snow. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Don. I said, we used to travel a lot together. I, I stopped, Daniel and I stopped doing that 10 years ago. He never stopped. Yeah. He's over there still representing. World Cup skaters. And they're big. We just had yeah. 200, 200, uh, 250, 240, yeah. 50 skaters in Prague and in Spain at our events. Got 50 girls over there. Like it's wow. Yeah, yeah. We, we got big, big events going. And good prize money. This weekend we got with Tim Rush because that's why we're here. Um, yeah. 27 grand. 27 grand. I saw that. Yeah. Money for masters. Yeah, and that's, masters that's girls. And actually a great yeah. segue yeah, right, right. to talk about that. Oh, you um, got those sponsors on your phone? I got it right here. We know we got some great. I, well, first off, said, yeah, let's say yeah, thanks yeah, to did. Cindy, <laughs> Cindy Boussinard. The two. Uh, uh, Tim Ross is a good friend of mine. He's a good yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I, I knew Tim well. And the fact that we're keeping his name going, I'm proud mm-hmm. to be part of it. You know, keeping it going. So, anyways, yeah. Go ahead. yeah. Uh, she, so she works. She, she works hard. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a um, nonprofit yeah. thing. All the money goes back to prize person just to yeah. put back to And they send a lot of kids of Woodward. They do a lot of this stuff. So, yeah. well, it's a great stuff. event, and some great skateboarders show up to it. So, even if you don't skate, if you go to Mike Fox Park, 
this weekend. You'll see it's some amazing. The big full pipe yeah, you'll see some amazing. Let's do the sponsors and the, okay. season, and the yeah. seasoning. Right. Well, and, uh, first I want to say thanks to Cindy at Merch Four because she runs this contest. Yeah. It's a Ross Foundation, which a lot of foundation. She does a lot of fundraising. She sponsors the show. Yeah, 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 and she sponsored the show since the first day of Merch oh, Four, and uh, and has at a drop yeah. of, of a, a drop of anything, she helps us out. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna talk about the sponsors. Okay, so first off, Testdorf Construction, Merge 4, of yeah. course. Pal Peralta, Independent Trucks, Santa Cruz Skateboards, Santa Cruz Warriors. They actually donated a Draymond Green signed basketball. Yeah, I know. That they're going to auction that off. Team, yeah, yeah they're going to raffle yeah. off. Uh, we got Shadowbrook, The Farm, The Boardroom, Bill's Wheels, Pack Wave, Bones, Bones Wheels, Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, Embassy Skateboards, Dogtown, Mountains Waves, Mountains Wave, uh, Thrasher, 187 Killer Pads, Triple Eight. Nixon and Vans. We got the Curb Creeps playing, I believe, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah Curb Creeps yeah. are tomorrow. Uh, and then we have Heavy Blazer, and so you can check their music on Spotify if you want to see that. And then uh, the, we have the, oh, and JJ's Saloon, which is our local drinking. Oh, was there last night? Yeah, JJ's, yep. Yeah. So JJ's, thank you for that. And uh, so again, the contest is this Saturday. And Sunday. Tomorrow's amateur, Saturday's amateur, yep. Sunday's the pros. Yeah, Sunday's the pros. There's a lot of great amateurs out there, the, the leveled amateurs. They're just trying to get a big name, so they do events to get out there. Um, just like in all the sports now, like the young kids are ripping. $27,000. Yeah, that's for Sunday. Yeah, for Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have big goodie bag packages of gear for all the kids for amateurs. Right. Yeah, but that's, that's big money. Yeah, yeah. that's huge. It's that's good. a, I mean, I don't know of another event in Northern California it's legit. <laughs> that has that much money no, in it, you know? Even in California, period. I mean, yeah, it's a big that's a big, big, giant yeah. purse, yeah. you know? And so, a non-TV event. Yeah. 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 And so I hope yeah. that, uh, again, if you're watching, head on down to Mike Fox Park. You're on the microphone? Yeah, go to World Cup Skateboarding, WCSSkate.com. Uh, check out our, our um, stuff on Instagram. We, you'll see all kinds of updates and stuff. See the flyer on Tim Rush. Uh, nice. Yeah. And that flyer's on, on the boardrooms as well. Um, and tomorrow will be amateurs. And what time does that action start tomorrow? Noon? I think 10.30. 10.30 we start heats? I'm sure. It's organized practice in the morning. Yeah. We organize okay. heats yeah. for the day. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you get there around lunch or so, you'll be able to see oh, plenty yeah. of action. Well, it's going to go on all day until I think 3 or 4, and then we bring in uh, pros for practice, which will be great. You know, great sessions tomorrow after yeah. all the way till dark. Which will be amazing. And, and curb creeps tomorrow, which... You know, if you if you like uh, some fast music, yeah. those guys will get your uh, yeah. your music. Bring your fix. Rear, bring your rear plugs. No, yeah, yeah, maybe if you stand next no, to the speaker. Outdoors, you're okay. Yeah. yeah, no, but they're a good band. Should we talk about the off season guests? We talk about the. Uh, talk I almost forgot. Don't, don't. Basically, what we do is we ask our seasoned guests. Now, there's no age on season. It's just maybe miles. Got some gray in your hair. Yeah, you know, and so we ask our seasoned guests. Their favorite decade and why. And Don Bostick will be first. <laughs> Don's first. Your favorite decade and why. Uh, I'm going to say the 90s. Because uh, for World Cup skateboarding, the 90s was huge. And, uh, and that the first event we did was Slam City Jam. Yeah. Back to the city. Yep. World Championships in Münster, Germany. And I had announced it as the first official world tour. And yeah, it was NSA before the national skateboard. Now we're going yeah. worldwide with Germany. And we get World, world Cup skateboard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as as NSA, I went to Germany uh, for two years before starting World Cup skateboarding. And back in the, the 90s, 
I mean, Germany and the World Championships in Lutz in Germany was the event. And all of Europe would show there, show up there. All the world. Yeah, we had guys from Australia and everywhere. Was that a Titus? Yeah, yeah. We worked with Titus. I helped build all the ramps. Is that some of the stuff he's talking about during the Spanish same time? And you'd be right you'd be in this Munster Holland was the name of the arena, and it was amazing at how many people would fill this place up back then for skateboarding. Electric energy. Electric, Electric energy. Skateboarding was kind of dead here in America, but there it was alive. We saw the potential. Europe was, was unbelievable, back and it actually now. gave me a spark of wow. This is, this is bigger here, yeah. than you know what we have in California. Because it was dying back here. Everybody room. here was a superstar. Yeah. You know, you talk about signing yeah. autographs and stuff. Danny Way and those guys. Danny Way, yeah. Eric Dressen, yeah. uh, you know, so many yeah. guys. Eric Coston, yeah. all those guys. It was huge. Tim Rosh, so I, I feel like the '90s are uh, some special things each year that happened. It was, it was very exciting. Uh, we ended up growing the tour in Europe, and. Uh, the Grand Bonan in France, in the French Alps. Yeah. Some crazy oh, stuff from Steve Snare skating naked yeah. uh, on the vert ramp. Yeah. He missed the cut by one. He goes, I'll do my run naked or whatever. To a full-on <laughs> riot. Pads, barefoot, whatever, yeah. To a full-on riot oh, one night when all the guys from <laughs> the, uh, the Zorlak. Yeah. Uh, all the guys from the Zorlak team, Steve Schneer, we're in this little yeah. village in the French Alps. And Steve Snare's out on the big dirty I'm going, fuck the French, fuck the French. <laughs> True skateboarding. And that night there was almost a pure riot. And at like 2 in the morning, we set up a PA and I said, look, guys, calm down. They're going to cancel the contest, kick us out of town. We need the contest to, to go on tomorrow. I was just with Don Fisher, and he he brought up that memory about yeah. how I'm in this village, and all the skaters, everybody's completely been drinking the whole night and all that, and it was almost a full-on riot, and I'm begging them to just calm down so we could have the skate contest tomorrow, and eventually everybody did, and because the there's only there's no security in this little village, the mayor was pleading with us. Yeah. <laughs> the way I call it is, I went into with uh, Pierre Andre from Etnies. Mm -hmm. Pierre Andre and I had a meeting with the mayor, and I didn't understand French, but I knew what he was saying. Calm <laughs> <laughs> the fuck down. Well, you, you know what? A rare to get nineties. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the nineties uh, plays a big part, and the other and big part of the nineties, yeah, which he just came from. That, yeah. Prague, Mr. Cup in Prague, yeah. unbelievable. He's never missed a year. You know, I went there for like 10, 11 years. Uh, just, just great times back then. So, Dom, we have a follow-up question to that. What, what is your favorite day? That's why? true. Of that decade? Of any decade. Of any, any decade. Your favorite day skateboarding and why? <laughs> okay, my favorite day skateboarding is when I won uh, the Lacosta Masters uh, race. I won 200 bucks, <laughs> and the two guys that, uh, second place was Dennis Schufeld, third place was uh, Cliff Coleman. Cliff and I were both on Santa Cruz at the time, and so I, I reflect back that at the time Dennis Schufeld was billed as the world's fastest skateboarder. Yeah. So I beat both of them, both of them are now in the Hall of Fame, uh, I'm not. Yeah. But 
But, yeah. but every time I see Dennis, he goes, there's a guy that beat me. You know? <laughs> and Cliff and I were on Santa Cruz together. We have a lot of uh, great times together. But that was, but to continue the story is, 40 years later, Di Dutson, who ran that race, was at my house last year for the Elgato Classic. And it was November 14th, she was at my house last year. And I said, hey, I got my trophy from back in the day, from that race. It's a little plaque. And the plaque was a picture of me and Di. I'm getting my money and I'm kissing her. And there's a picture on the plaque of us kissing. I went in my back room, I found the plaque, I brought it out. It happened to be November 14th, the same day Wow, that we wow. were looking at it wow. 40 years later. Same date. Just by coincidence, I said, hey, I think I got that. And she was there. So it was very trippy. Wow. That's, that's a great day. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. Double T, your uh, favorite decade and why? You know, just hearing him talk about the 90s, skateboarding was kind of coming of age and it really blew up worldwide then. Um, like he's saying, the video stuff was getting big. People started really, you know, getting touch worldwide. So I almost have to take it back to the 80s, I think, because I grew up in the 70s, and all the parks closed, but we still wanted to skate. We go to these broken down, hop the fence, and you know, this is early 80s. There's, you know, no, no one around. Where did everyone go? So we were riding ditches and pools and building our backyard ramps, and we kind of were part of building that scene up. One of the big things I think of is Mike Chantry had his Terra Tahoe ramp in the yep. mid 80s, where everyone was going. We go to Texas, and the Thrasher was coming around connecting Florida and Texas and all the Midwest. So to me, I think the 80s was a rebuild time that just went from zero to, like they said, up to the 90s, the late 80s. We, we were in Europe doing all these big events, exactly. and the states would get crazy. Yeah, so to me, and I, I turned pro in 87, so that was a dream of mine. I never thought I'd be a pro skater, but the fact that skateboarding came back so strong, we never quit. We're riding pools and riding pools with Tony Alma and Jay Adams, which are heroes of mine in the 70s. I never hung out with them. But, so that was a dream to me to be able to travel. Well, hey, here's your name on a board. We, we'll fly to Australia for three weeks. Go to Europe, you know, make money. So I'm like, what? Judge, okay. I'm like, just so avoid a real job. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden, I'm and that never stopped. From mm -hmm. then I met, went to Europe first time in 87. Went to Brazil in 85. And I thought, that's the one time you were like, you're going to go to Europe. You're supposed to go to Europe when you're in you know, college or whatever. So I, I went and I've been back like 100 times, just kind of met the right people, the man stuff. But at the time, I thought, hey, let's go to Europe, you know. Wow. So thanks all that. So that I would have to say, for me, the 80s. Uh, and what's the just day? Because and just all the back, you know, and all the backer pool says, we'd have cameras. You were a kook if you brought a camera or a girl or a, a video guy <laughs> or a magazine guy or whatever. Like, no, this is real skating. We're skating pools. No BS, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, sometimes we sneak in some, but we don't have document much. Sounds like salvage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, video cameras came later in the late 80s. You know, obviously, people started making videos, H Street and Powell and everybody. So, but video cameras became, through the 80s, it, it, mm -hmm. in the early 80s, no video cameras, just photos and mags. So, really, it changed a lot then. So, I, I would have to say that right. era. Your favorite day? Man, I, I went to Europe. And they go, we're gonna give you a pro model. So I just got back from Brazil. I went to Hawaii. I was a carpenter, so I'd spend my own money to go to these places, and now I would pay half. So in fact, I'm getting photos of Mag traveling. I went to Europe. I broke my leg. I came home and I saw my first pro model with Tony Alba. My buddy had it, and, and I had a broken leg. And I'm like, wow, I finally have a pro model skateboard. You know, my dream of my life with Alba, and I'm, I'm a broke. I can't even skate. So Whatever. no big like, but, uh, no, no, I mean, no big reveal. 
for that pro uh, model? Back then we didn't do. I mean, I designed the board. I designed a, a, an ad for it before I went to Europe. So yeah, I knew it's. You know, I designed the graphics and all that. Yeah, but nowadays they do huge reveals on it. Stuff. Do you yeah. still have a board? Uh, yeah, from I've that day. Oh, that, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Uh -huh. For sure. I mean, and other than that, the days my daughters were born, probably family, you know, yeah, like special yeah. times of my life. But yeah. if we're talking skating, that would have to be. I remember I had a girlfriend, and she wanted to marry me and all this. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm not ready. She went and got married, had a kid, and in six months, look at my kid. And I'm like, yeah, look at my board. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I was, I was like, I got my board, you got your kid. Everyone's happy. Yeah, kind of. So, you know, I basically oh. didn't, you know. Married for skateboarding, so to speak. Yeah, that's right, I, remember that. I think that's the line of the show, everybody, yeah. by the way. Yeah, well, yeah. it's going to go in the quote book. I, I haven't thought of that in a while, so thanks. That, that's another special thing. Yeah. I guess All right. Uh, anyways, See? Next up. You know, I, I got to say right now. I was going to say right now. Today, I think that there's yeah. more skateboarding happening worldwide than has ever happened. The fact that we're still going. We're still insane. going. Yeah, yeah. I'm 62. I skated the Glory Hole last weekend and probably had one of the better sessions that I've ever had. We had a tailwind from God. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. And um, so I just have to say now and then best day right now is right now because today yeah, the brand the new end man beer. The beer. Licensing deal? What is that? What have we got going on with this? It's a licensing deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, oh, yeah, you they, get, they you some, everyone hires a brewery. You, you get some free beer out of the deal. It's and, good beer. You yeah, gotta go to a good beer. Yeah, I know. And, you know, and, and we're stuck because I mean, this kind the of graphics. The graphics are really rad, and they they kind of express us skating the glory hole, which is something that. Where can one buy that? It's a unique place in the world. Uh, right now, it's available at Berryessa Brewing, okay. which is where it comes out. And, uh, Berryessa's Glory Hole. Yeah, and Shred Brewing. Uh, so it's a co-fab on those two uh, brewing companies. Co-lab. And uh, so it just came out today. I picked this up at the brewery on the way down, and I was about a mile. I'm like, can I get some? Can I get some? And I was waiting and waiting and waiting, and then a mile before the turnoff coming down here, he goes, "Yeah, come by the come by the brewery." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm making the the, the detour to Winters to get it." So we went like 30 miles out of our way to get it, brought a case down here to That's cool. celebrate with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, a lot of people say, a lot of people Special. say today. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's a, a that's people. a common answer. No, the common is today. And a lot of it for a lot of people, because again, we're talking about some of our seasoned people who have experienced loss and are happy to be standing vertical. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. like it's you know, so that's always like the today sort of answer. Or you know, like I, I served yesterday and it was awesome. Yeah, you know, like that kind of stuff. I buy on that, buddy. Yeah, so that's kind of what you hear. So the old, when I, same thing I did when I was a teenager. I can't believe like, similar vibes. Just, I mean, all that lust awesome. for life. Mm -hmm. All the other yeah, stuff yeah. has been great. It's been great for, I've been saved for 49 years. Next year will be 50 years. And it's all been great. But I always, I never kind of look back. I'm always looking forward. And like right now is, is the shit. As far as I'm concerned, it's the shit. I mean, I, I'm stoked. That's awesome. Don't all three of you are working at the Tim Brosh contest yeah. this yep. weekend? Yeah. What's the duties? What do we got? I know you're judging. I'm a judge. You're I'm announcing. You're announcing? 
you're doing computer guy. Computer guy? And Ultra Hot Christie is uh, doing registration. Yeah. Hashtag Ultra Hot Christie. Okay. By the way, you see the plaque. You see the plaque here at the front front of the door. And this building, what, what what does that mean to you? This building mean to you? Dude, I took a picture of the bat. I mean, there's so much history. I just went to the the museum at, at um, for San NHS, yeah. NHS, and I'm looking at Jimbo Phillips art and I'm looking at all this history of stuff. And I mean, I love skateboarding, so I love art. I love the, the lifestyle of it all. And you guys represented here. I mean, I was asking him how long's been it since he said he came and got boards in the '70s back here. I used to come to the back door and buy boards from. And this is part of the roots, and it's right here near the ocean. I yeah. love the ocean, it's beautiful. And no, Blackheart was so. telling me they tested Indies on the bank out back, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, there's a lot of history right here. Yeah. Thrasher was marriage happened in the area. Yeah, so that's I just posted yeah. on my Instagram yeah. that they were here. This is because it's a special place. So thank yeah. you, thanks for having us. That's great. And it also happens to be probably the best uh, skate shop in all of NorCal. I mean, flat out. It's, they always have everything you want yeah. need, and all the stuff that you don't need that you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does get a discount. <laughs> well, uh, Neil, go ahead. I know you were going to say something here. I already did. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Yeah. Just so everybody remembers, Tim Brosh Contest. The annual contest at Mike Fox Park, which is down at the river, across from the boardwalk, Mike Fox Park. Tomorrow we have the amateurs. Sundays we have the pros. $27,000 purse. Yeah. We have uh, girls competing. We have the men and yeah, junior divisions. We have 50 masters, masters and grandmasters. Masters and grandmasters. Grand yeah. Bunch of amateur divisions. All right. Oh, and will oh, there be a double D freestyle yeah. session going on? Sure. I'll spit some Okay. I love it. We, we might both jump in the bowl in the Grandmasters and, and, and do some grinds. I normally see Double D skate sometime during the day. I'm healthy. I'm healthy right now. I took some slams in the bull fight today. <laughs> Talk about our DJ. Oh, yeah, DJ Davey. Uh, Davi, my friend who, um, who's friends with Pedro Barros, the guys at Florinopolis, uh, they call RTMF. They have a big event every year down there. They do a lot of stuff in Brazil. This guy's all over Brazil doing big events. He's done a lot of the World Cup there. Yeah. He's from a town called Santa Cruz in Brazil, hmm. and Santa Cruz and India are some of the biggest uh, licensee deals in there. They do it with uh, Drop Dead Guys, which yeah. is he's part of all this stuff in, in, in Florinopolis. So when he found out this contest in Santa Cruz, he goes, Dave, I'm going to pay my own way. Uh, it's my dream to come to California and work with you guys at World Cup, doing a World Cup of air. So it was part of his dream to go to Santa Cruz and, and see the, all the history. Mm -hmm. So he'll be there. We brought in a special DJ from Brazil who plays a lot of variety of punk rock and heavy metal rock and roll and, and just a variety of cool stuff he's got funky stuff in there too so it'll be fun awesome yeah, and time. curb creeps yeah yeah and we got brazilian skaters are here we got skaters from japan uh, we got people from all over we just had a big event and last weekend at the orchid in santa barbara mike taylor's place it's north of Santa um, Powell headquarters or yeah give a shout out to uh, timmy uh, Pono? Pono downtown. We got a fundraiser tomorrow for for Maui. Yep. Uh, no Malaka Doja's playing, so it's going to be a huge yeah. crowd. No Malaka Doja, great Santa Cruz great band. band. That'll be great, a great band. show. Yeah. And that's at downtown at uh, Pono at and seven o'clock till ten o'clock. Timmy's from Maui. There we go, Hawaii, right there. Big up to Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you. Yeah. Guys, right. thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. Uh, I got a team. awesome show. Down the end to the right. Uh, tomorrow, Tim Brosh. Tomorrow night, no Malacadoja at Pono. Yep. Benefits. Uh, Sunday is the pro division at the contest. 
Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Neil, have a great night. Thanks, buddy. See you later.